Hey, what's going on? It is episode 167 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. And it's also the first day of junior high wrestling camp, which is why I chose that intro. Because I got in the car with my kid. I was waiting for him to get ready and grab his bag and stuff. It was uh, like 6.30. And as soon as he got in the car, he started talking about some nonsense. I'm like, dude, no talking. Put your hood up. No talking the rest of the time. We'll see you when you get out of practice. So from the time we left my driveway, I said nothing to him. Really? To the time we pulled up to the, the high school, and then he got out. And then I said, I'll see you at 8.30. And then he called me at 8 and was like, hey, why aren't you here? Practice doesn't end at 8.30. It ends at 8. So then I had to hurry up and go back. But you like, because I'm trying to get you hard, bro. <laughs> Run home. Start walking. <laughs> Nay, running. Bear crawl. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so... I was. I told my wife when I got back. I was like, "Yeah, I, you know, I was rocking out to some ACDC, and this is my most favorite ACDC song of all time." And it's funny because when I picked him up, he goes, "Hey, is this on Road to the Belt?" And I go, "No, it's actually not. It is now, though." Hmm. But um, I told her, I said, "I wanted to go in the gym and double leg every single kid, and then come home." Road to the double belt. leg every kid is not. It's it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, and Road to the Belt is a playlist that you have on Spotify. Sure, it is. That is for one who's training for a championship of any sort. I'm always looking for that next song to take it to that next level. This is like the perfect song for me. But anyway, so uh, it is the uh, first day of wrestling camp and the rest of his young wrestling life. So that's like when I used to get in the car. My dad would play Three Dog Night, you know, <laughs> and then he'd be like, "Are you ready?" And I'd be, yeah, like, right. and I'd be like, "For what?" He, uh, we buried him, and I never knew. I never got the answer. At all. What like, you're supposed to be ready for? Every time we get in the car, you play bread, and I'm supposed to feel what? <laughs> I don't know. Like I get the Carpenters. She's. Uh, you want me to marry an anorexic woman or a bulimic woman? I understand that. All good music. Just yeah. doesn't really unknown what you're what it's supposed to motivate. I just don't you know where he wanted me to go emotionally with it. Right. Well, that he's makes like sense. he's like check it out. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Uh, dot, 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 and he just left the room. I he remember just walked away and never explained it again. Prior to my parents moving out of the house I grew up in, I went through my mom's record collection because she's like, we've had these sitting around. We don't listen to records. I think my dad, <laughs> they bought yeah. one of those like those mini systems, and then my dad's like, we can get rid of this stupid record. They had like the old cabinet, the glass cabinet with the, okay. the Techniques record player and wow. all the components. So he sold that to me when I first got married for like, I don't know, 200 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever. He fleeced you. And yeah, without a doubt. Because <laughs> I, then I was like, well, I don't really have any uh, any records that I want to play on this thing. Because like, all the records that I ever bought were ones that I was like, I'm never going to open these. They're still, you know, they're oh. pristine. So I went through their record collection. There was a ton of Three Dog Night. There was a ton of Kenny Rogers. Okay. There was a ton of uh, Woodstock, the, the triple album. You know, the oh. one that folds. Well, everyone pretty, has that. Everyone badass. has that record. Yeah, that's cool. Everywhere. That's cool. Um, and some Springsteen and some Linda Ronstadt and some, you know, it was it was a wide variety, but none of it was my dad's. My it was dad, all my mom's. My dad's soundtrack was like what you'd get beat up to, <laughs> like 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 you had the road to the belt. Everything my dad listened to was anti that. It was like this is a playlist when you're licking your wounds, like <laughs> right. when you go back to your mom's basement and you're just like putting salve on everything. Like we should then play you a little bit of uh, the Carpenters at that point. That's, uh, that's you know what I mean. That's it's terrible. Long ago, and you're just like soaking. Dan Fogel. Yeah, like you're soaking your neck because you got kicked in it so many times. Uh, that's the kind of playlist he would give me. That and oldies, which were great. But Ron and Ron, two very different people. Dude, yeah, the parallels of Ron. Are, <laughs> Wouldn't it have been great if we had them podcast together? Oh my god, it would be yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> It'd be like I like to draw characters of people. I like to punch people in the face. 
<laughs> you know what's funny is uh, I was driving today. I was thinking about uh, nothing, actually. I was, I was on my way home, and I was ready to make a left-hand turn across traffic, and a person who was also going to make a left-hand turn onto the street I was on so I see them coming. They wait to the last minute to put their signal on. So I'm like, should I try to sneak out in front of them? And I was like, I'm not going to make it. And this lady made like a, it, w- it must have been like a minute long turn, like a slow approach, making sure she wasn't going to hit me, making sure. And I saw her face as she passed me. And I was like, they gave this person a driver's license. You ever make the <laughs> face of the person you're looking at? Like it's so contorted and disgusting yeah. to you you're like yeah you try to make your face into that face and you're like how is it living like this does, does that yeah am i do i ever does someone ever make my face when they pass me like you ever see when you're telling someone a story and they start mouthing the words you're saying yeah it's very weird how that happens it's almost like it? a physiological response <laughs> to try to find a parallel or to try right. to to try to find like some sort of common ground so if you see someone that is like just a hideous face like when you see them sometimes you'll go like they think you're repulsing, and you are. That's but you're just true. trying to mirror. But you're also going like, not only is this the face I make when I'm disgusted, this is the face I make when I'm trying to mimic <laughs> what your, uh, you know, cheeks do. Just to make them more comfortable. Like now we're at the sink. Mm. Now we're the sink. Now we, yeah. we now people won't be blown away why we're speaking. Yeah, it won't be like it's the know, same mystery. way I walk behind people with a limp and I mimic them, <laughs> and I tell people to take pictures of it, and I'm like, hey, look at this guy with his foot, you know, because it's like I want them to feel better about themselves. But and I make the, I have the same problem anytime I pull up to a stoplight and I see someone smoking with the windows up. I, I just don't get it. I do not get. I mean, obviously I don't I'm smoking. Period. But now with the windows up in your car, it's like, dude. I don't, not even for the health concern, but it's like, it stinks. Oh, dude! I saw I I saw something last week that would have won gold in any smokers Olympics you've ever seen in your life. I went. Uh, I took I took my kids to the water park up in. Uh, Oh, what the hell is it? Was not not Wisconsin, not, not Wisconsin Dells, but uh, Lake Geneva, Lake Geneva. Right, we went up to the water park there. It was. I mean, this is during like that whole like fifteen below like nonsense we're having, right? This is, but this is Wisconsin's version of our cold weather. So it's like we're having, but there's more dairy involved, and we are at the water park indoor. And I kept and I kept I kept saying to my my kid, I kept going, "Isn't this cool? Like we're in shorts and we're in a pool." We can look outside and see how insanely cold it is, but we're going down water slides. Isn't that cool? It's so awesome. And he was like, yeah, it is cool. And then there's this door that every once in a while the lifeguards have to open because there is a hot tub. And normally in the normal summer or fall, what have you, that you can go from indoors to outdoors. Well, they, they still – you're able to do that, but they like had this um, – like a like a garage door, like almost like a bay door shut mm-hmm. to where there was this little air opening so it didn't, you know, obviously freeze the place out. Well, the lifeguards still had to go out there, so they left it unlocked. I saw people in 15 below this crazy weather that were at a water park. They would just grab their towels and they would grab a smoke and walk outside and knock one back. I couldn't believe it. While they're wet. Dude, I pointed at them like they were a monkey in a zoo. I brought my kids. I made both of them look. I brought – like – if 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 you if you couldn't see what I was pointing at it, you photoshopped it. You just think I was like, oh look look at the gorillas in the cage or whatever it is. I'm like literally literally five feet from them. I got both my kids by me like we're tourists because when we are tourists technically, and I'm just pointing at them, going, look at what they're doing, you guys. You, I mean, you smoked and I smoked. I told you at one yeah, point dude, I smoked like but, three packs a day. Well, I never. Yeah, <laughs> and I never <laughs> ever 
went in uncomfortable wet. Like I was never one of those with the all with that being said. Oh. And when I did that, that was when I worked in a machine shop like 12 hours a day and, and you couldn't yeah. go out. It was just literally staring at a machine. That so, became like your hobby. Yeah. It's almost like a nervous, like you're talking and you know, whatever. No, I get it. But yeah. um, a very expensive habit because they had a vending machine in there where they charged you their own price on top of the, cause, and they wouldn't let you leave for lunch or anything. You had to, Once you're punched in, you had to stay there. Whoa. Because really? people would leave and, you know come back after a liquid lunch well, I'm assuming yeah, I'm not saying that I never do when I smoked I would go out into frigid colds or frigid colds I'd go, <laughs> in the, I'd go in the temperatures that were cold uh, but I would walk out and I would burn half a smoke and toss it or, or, or maybe whatever but dude I've never went I've never went in crazy sub zero temperatures left a water park wrapped myself in a towel put sandals on and then walked outside and uh, and, and knocked out a, a camel Turkish royal which to this day, still so delicious, but not even then. What's crazy to me is, or I was going to ask you is, what's what's odder? The guy who goes outside and does that in the sub-zero temperatures or the guy who figures out a way to try to burn one quickly indoors where no one's going to know? Like, which guy's more obnoxious? The guy that's going to, like, while you're having a conversation, is like, hey, dude, I'm going to step outside. And you're like, it's 20 below. Or you're in a restaurant and your girlfriend or whatever is like, hey, I'm going to run outside and smoke in front of the restaurant. It's like, first of all, it's rude to the restaurant, you know, if well, I, but I mean, if they put an ashtray out there, whatever, I'm just saying what's, what's more of an imposition. When the question is what's more obnoxious, the answer <laughs> always, you always follow the bread comes back to who's um, putting other people out. And that would be the person that's sneaking a smoke inside <laughs> because then like everyone's going to be asked to leave <laughs> right. and like you're, you're inconveniencing the guy who cleans the room. Well, you're, you always know there's that guy that's like, I told you I was, I was fishing with my kids, uh, at um, at a park uh, locally, and a guy was smoking a bowl like ten feet from us. <laughs> right, and it's like, and he was like covering up his hand, and he was like watching. He could clearly tell I looked over for the fact that I smelled it. Did your kids like? Do they know? No, and, okay. and and he's looking back at me, and and then I I you know. He just, I, he's he, he was like, oh, he's uh, trying to see if you're cool, man. At some point, like, after cool? I kept staring at him, he just like gathered his stuff and left. But I'm like, you couldn't wait. There's kids all over here, man. Like, is it yeah. is that hard for you not to 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 take five? Go back to your car if you're if you need to do it. But like, you need to be downwind of children and. Uh, well, but I'll play devil's advocate. If your children are blissfully unaware, and that enhances his experience, he this guy this guy loves to smoke and fish. Yeah, I don't care about his experience. He loves to he smoke wasn't and fishing. fish. He wasn't fishing. He likes smoked fish. <laughs> he likes to smoke and fish. And he likes fish that smoke. It just gave me an idea of a, a, a vision of what's to come. And it, it, it really just made me ill. Yeah. I was like, this is well, your kids are probably going to develop some sort of habit from that happening. From that, they're going <laughs> to not be about like, my kids. I meant where people are just going to be out. No, you're you going to bust them when they're like 17. Okay. You're going to be like, where'd you learn this? And be like, remember when we went fishing? We learned it from watching you watching <laughs> that guy. We learned it from watching you, dad. You didn't stop that guy from smoking his dugout. At the- it's a fishing hole. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I, I know what you're saying, though. It's like, my, well, you know my mantra always, like, if it's going to put somebody else out, don't do it. Even if you think you're 100% right, just knock it off. <laughs> it's a good mantra. Always, do. Like nobody, just... nobody subscribes to that. Well, I do to a <laughs> fault. I mean, not to a, I mean, I mean, I try to. I try really hard to. Well, did you end up making any New Year's resolutions? Dude, I don't, I don't even, like, tell people what I think at home. <laughs> Once in a while, I work. Well, I do that. A got bit. weaned out of you. 
I mean, yeah. that, that, that was a long process. I'm assuming. I don't. I didn't die inside uh, overnight. <laughs> right. This is this is a process that she took broke a while. Me. My New Year's resolutions. Um, well, I told you before. Uh, one of my big New Year's resolutions is don't eat it because it's free. Slash there. Is that for when you go to Whole Foods on Saturdays? Uh, for sample day? Yeah, like I don't know what well, you mean. The beauty of Whole Foods is there's samples every day. Like when you go to work Boom. and people have donated food to your as a goodwill gesture? Or... No, like, okay, uh, my kids eat like garbage because I can't make them eat healthy. I just, I'm not good at it. So I'll be like, listen. Which is crazy because you, 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 you know, you, you make sure your kids are, 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 you know, have all these experiences and go here and play with this and you're constantly entertaining them. Yeah. But you, you but, but when it comes but to eating, you're like, I'm not going to worry about you being healthy. No, dude, Just, I worry about it. But my kids are like, they're like Gandhi. Like they'll, they'll be like, we'll starve you out. They'll go five days without eating. They'll just be like, fine, I'll go to my room. I just won't eat it. My kids already look like skeletons. But, like, but it's it's like when when you have you remember when you you probably didn't do this, but like people that let their kids cry it out. Like after a while, when your yeah. baby's like you're fine, you're, they I tell was you bad just at like, that too. Let your yeah. kid cry, and eventually they'll fall asleep, and they'll get used to the idea that right. they'll like you know self soothe. And I told you the same thing about letting your kids learn to entertain themselves, so you can take some of the pressure. You're getting off. a little bit better yeah. at that, a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, over well, your the kids years, have friends now. I mean, no, so it's really don't. not that hard for you. No, they don't. Okay. No, no but I've gotten better. I've gotten better with yeah. that. Slowly, I've adapted new policies. But uh, <clears throat> as far as getting them to eat healthy, dude, I don't know. Look, I always make healthy food. I always offer it. I always try. It's I can't. I can't do it every night. I can't every night sit at the dinner table and be like, "We're gonna make it a two-hour event. We're not leaving until you eat." Like I eventually, I just go, "Just fuck it, just starve, dude." I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's what I end up doing. But back to my original point. When I don't feel like fighting the good fight, I'll just buy him a pizza or something. And so I'll be like, well, they can eat the pizza and I'll eat healthy. Well, I'll get a pizza. And again, because they just don't eat. My kids just don't eat food. That's what it comes out to. They just, I don't know how they stay alive. I have no idea. So I'll buy them a pizza. They'll each eat one piece of it. And there's a whole pizza sitting there. So I go. But they don't, they don't like snack all day though. No. Like as my daughter. They drink milk, dude. Okay. My kids drink milk. Okay. My daughter will drink two cups of milk in the morning and she's like i'm good till friday like it's just they just they just I'm, i don't know it's the weirdest thing ever they just don't care about food but anyway so i'll buy him food and then i'll end up like walking by picking up a piece picking up another piece <laughs> but my thing but because because it's i'm stuck between poor stock and i want to eat healthy well poor stock doesn't throw away food ever poor stock does not deny food so i go part of me goes dude the money's already gone you, you paid 15 dollars for that right, pizza you might as well eat the pizza well, no, my point is like, hey, you don't need to eat like shit because the money's gone. Like whether you spent the money oh, or not. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I'll go, don't eat, don't, don't, don't waste the money and also eat badly. That's your new logic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, my No, my new logic is like, just because you've already spent money on it, like, you just don't have to eat it, right? You just don't have to. Like, even if you already, because what I'll do before is I go, well, I paid for it. So if they're not going to eat it, I want my money to go somewhere. But now I go... I, I buckled and I bought pizza and I feel like shit because I ate like a fatty, <laughs> right? So I just go, fine. If you're going to throw out a pizza, throw out a pizza. But I want you to do it while watching one of those. Well, just I'll, order a margarita pizza or something that's a little more is it healthier. It there is no such it. thing as healthy pizza. <laughs> it has tomatoes on it. The, the only healthy pizza the is vegetable. the kind that you'll eat 18 pieces of. <laughs> it's, no, I've done all the research in the world. There's no such thing as healthy pizza. But so now I just go, fine, we'll throw the pizza out right in the garbage. But what's going to happen is I want you to watch uh, that video where uh, – uh, what is it, Sarah McLaughlin? 
You know, the uh, whatever. Yeah. In the want, arms of an angel. Arms of an angel, like right. the PETA commercials. Oh, you're going to throw it away, but I want you to watch. I want you to watch kids with swollen bellies yeah, and flies on them while that. you throw it away. <laughs> I have the opposite problem, which is where my kids like to eat lobster, um, steak, shrimp, calamari, oh, sushi. It's amazing. I mean, ribs. Dude, I begged my kids to eat sushi. I bought some just at Whole Foods. I bought some. They're like, just try it. Try it. They won't do it. Yeah, nobody cares about my kids. My kids are constantly fun. arguing about me buying them. Like at any chance they get, can we go out? Can we go out? I'm like, you're gonna kill me. But anyway, so your resolution: don't eat it just because it's there, gotcha. or because it's already paid for. Don't eat it. Um, my other resolution is to demand more of my bartenders. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So my realization, but not it's nothing to do with drinks. What this has to do with is. Every time I go out to an establishment, other than like an absolute sports bar, and even then sometimes, and I just I just happen to have this happen tonight as well. You go out, <clears throat> okay, picture this. Your job is to serve drinks to people all day with a TV, nay, 18 TVs behind you. And then someone goes, hey, can you put something on? And picture that's your job is, is to give people drinks. And then when someone says, hey, can you put a game on? Picture a world where you have no idea how to do that. <laughs> I do. I yeah, to bar, dude. Every place I go to, there's twelve controllers. No one knows which one goes. Which I go. Hey, can you put the Hawks game on? Uh, I don't really. The manager comes in in the morning and puts C-SPAN on. Well, this is a. What are you doing? We're in a sports bar. Why is Why is the Bloomberg report? Uh, I could try to get somebody, but they make it seem like you don't really want mm. me to do it. I'm like, yeah, I do want you to do that. You ever have them hand you the controllers and like, I don't know, see if yes. you can figure it out. Dude, today I literally Googled DirecTV Chicago um, NBC Sports. I Googled it and I said, please go to 664 or whatever it was because I don't have cable. That's been established. I don't have cable. I don't have DirecTV. I don't have none of this, so I don't know what channel is. She's like, because eventually after you keep asking, they'll go, well, what channel is it? And I'm like, I don't. I would be at home watching it if, if I knew. So my second one is to demand more. Instead of – I always go, oh, well, that's okay. Like if you can if, – if if you can find the game. If not, it's no – I'm going to be a little more assertive this year. I'm going to say it like, sounds hey, like you're, you're starting to, to understand that, you know, these are paid no, – No, nah, I don't care about the paid employees thing. I don't care. It's not about the tipping. It's their I job. Just, I just mean – How about holding them accountable to meet – all the requirements no. of their position. No, I still just don't want them to pee in my food. That's that's number one. Well, in this case, you're good because it's just you're just pouring your beer and you're gonna, you can sear the whole time. All I'm saying is like from now on, I'm not going to act like it's my fault if I want you to put the game on at a at a place where people come to watch the game. See what I don't understand is okay. So you go to a bar. And I don't want to use any just to name any place in the any bar. Yes, because it's every place. It could. It, I'm not even talking about a sports bar. Let's just or say it's like a micro. Only hire dude bartenders that know how to do it, and then you can blame me for being. Or sexist. keep a keep a laminated instruction manual under the counter. But oh but, my god, there you go. But but well, here's the here's do like you do for your mom when she comes to like watch your house for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. Like mom, here's how you turn the TV on. Here's what's called a blender. I already Don't have it on it. channel five. You won't need to even mess with the channel. <laughs> but but. The, like when you go to a bar and the Why bartender does man, picture of Cheryl Scott by it. That's weird. man, woman or child, yeah. not child, man or woman uh, is leaning over having a conversation. So like at one point we want the bartender to be a friendly person who you can, you know, share all your troubles with, I guess that's supposed to be the, the trope. 
Yeah. But on the other hand, you could be at the end of the bar Work waving your bits. hand like, you know, you're like you're trying to land a plane and it could t- it could take forever to to get acknowledged. You know what I mean? Like some of these microbreweries who don't have waitresses or waiters, they expect you to come up to the bar yeah. and um and get a beer. And what's what's the one I was thinking of one that it's painted like somebody's basement? You the one you go beer, beer geeks. geeks, beer geeks, yeah. Perfect example of that. Like I, I'm not saying anything negative about them, but yeah. you have to go up to the bar to get a beer. Yeah, they don't and have like, they don't have like servers. Right. I remember yeah. the first time I no one had told me that, and I remember sitting there with a oh. the menu forever, yeah, and I was like, well, yeah, but it's a bar. I've never seen a bar that that wasn't like that. I see. So I'm sitting there and sitting, and then I go up there and like this the person's this was years ago because having a conversation <laughs> with. Other people about snooty front ends and, and round, robust back ends. Yeah, a little bitter. And I'm end. trying to like, hello, hello. These <laughs> guys are already your customers. You don't need to like impress yeah. them. Like you should drop everything yeah. when you see me, you know, waving the, yeah. the menu. They're or, arguing over why Fritz the Cat isn't a good film <laughs> from the seventies. So yeah. Anyway, go, what, what else you got? <laughs> that's my, that's my 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 is be more assertive with whoever controls the remote control because I don't know if I've told you this before. I'm not the first person to ever claim to have this ability, but dude, you, some people have natural abilities. Some people are, are good with firearms. Some people are good with martial arts. Some people are good athletically. I'm good with remote control. You give me a remote control for 15 minutes and then I don't have to see that remote again for three years. I can come back drunk, blindfolded. I can come back drunk, blindfolded. I can find the menu, just feel where HBO is at. You know you can do the app on your phone for most of the remotes. You can just download uh, the, an app for that remote. That I'm not good at. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I have a mutant power, and that is remote control. So I'm going to demand that they don't have to be on my level, but at least be like, just, I can't imagine a world where I'm at a sports bar, and I'm serving drinks, and there's a cooking channel on, and I don't notice it. And I don't think it's just like, because I'm not OCD, so I don't think it's just me. I'm more ADD. But I can't imagine a world where there would be th- stuff on the TV that nobody cares about and it wouldn't bother me. Like if right. I throw a party, I get bothered if I don't think people are enjoying the music. I'll go and change the playlist. So if it's my occupation, I just I can't see a world where I wouldn't put the right thing on TV. Right. Um, so those are the two. And then I did have a third one. What was my third New Year's resolution? Something about working out, I'm sure. Uh, no, because because those those come and go. I've, I've adopted the Jocko uh, approach of just just shut up and get after it. You know what I mean? Although I do like I do like his approach of like, look, I used, I used to do the thing where if like if I have one beer, I'm my day's shot. Right. Like like my diet's shot. I've already had a beer. I might as well have 18 plus two pizzas plus Cheetos and then drink. Pretty a much bottle everybody's of apple juice. that way. I think. Right, but now I start to go like. It's almost like if this is a boxing fight. Okay, you you took a hard shot. Doesn't mean you're out for the count. Get back in there. Yeah, but I don't know if you should be drinking a bunch of beer and then go lift. I, I don't. No, I'm not like, saying lift, but like like I had two or beer, even run. I had two beers earlier tonight. The old me would have been like, "You're already on the train." Gotcha. Now I'm like, two beers. Is, you can still salvage tomorrow. So what you you're saying what is, saying? I may not necessarily. You may not necessarily go knock out a workout. But you're not gonna you're you're gonna say two is enough for today. Perhaps show a bit of restraint, <laughs> possibly. But you know what's yeah. fu- I, I I caught that flu that was going around. Uh, yeah. So Friday afternoon. So Friday I came home from work. I was in bed by eight o'clock. Saturday I sat in my recliner all day. Sunday I sat in the recliner all day. Whoa. Monday Monday I still felt kind of crappy in the morning. But I I was thinking to myself because I saw a, a, a Jocko Instagram post where he was like. 
talking about level seven berserker going going at it and yes. and I thought to myself, you know what, man, I'm sick. All right, I don't owe you anything. It does get a little bit. The shame will get to you sometimes. <laughs> and then I, then I was like, it's not his fault. But is there ever a time when he doesn't feel good and he just posts an old picture of his watch? I don't know. <laughs> My brother said an interesting point to me the other day when we were talking about Jocko. He said, uh, he goes, this guy's always talking about getting up, getting after it, dominating and improving. He goes, what if there's a day when what makes you happiest and feel the best as a human is to just relax and reflect and not get after it? It's weak. It's weakness. Right, but he's saying, what if, what if I'm not doing it because weakness? I'm doing it because this is what makes me a better, more well-balanced, well-rounded person. Like, if I don't if I don't take the foot off the throttle, um, I, but I, I don't then I'm going to miss a certain aspect of my life that I need to make I don't me think he looks at it like, hey, everybody is different. I think he looks at it as like, this is the blueprint for per- the optimal per- for for perfect for, for, perf- for perfection the ultimate male yeah or so female he doesn't go like well let me let's look at your situation and, and curtail it a little bit and we'll everybody ha-. no it's like hey this is the a b's and c's of being jocko and there really is no deviation from the path he's about being on offense all the time right yeah yeah so, so. i mean i don't know that's it I, 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 I didn't write it down, but I thought I had a third New Year's resolution, but apparently it wasn't that important to me. Mine uh, mine were nothing that's going to shock you. Uh, I, I wanted to – I said no drinking, but I think that it's not really that impressive because I could, I could – I'm like a camel. I could probably go forever and not drink. Yeah, that's crazy. So I thought that was that was sort of one of those ones just for people to go, really? No drinking? And I'm like, like yeah. my wife. My wife could just give up drinking, but like, I just don't feel like drinking. I'm like, what do you mean you just don't feel like it? Well, and here's the thing. I have some big events coming up where I'm like, man, I, I should probably drink at those. But- Dude, the only time I don't feel like it is when I am a, I acknowledge the repercussions tomorrow. Like I'm like, dude, you can't because you gotta you gotta be with it. You can't because you gotta perform. You can't because you gotta do this. It's never like I don't feel like that wouldn't be enjoyable. Well, the reason I don't do it is because I like to be 100 percent ever present. Because I know once I start drinking, I say and do like you think that I'm harsh when I'm not drinking, and I don't even think I've ever really drank around you ever. I mean, one time, but you were so drunk <laughs> off, it you wouldn't have off known. The mic. Yeah, you wouldn't have known. That was way, way off the mic. Yeah. But but um. Yeah, I mean, we've really, had a couple pops here and there. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get crazy. But when I, when I do, that's why I, I just go like, hey, it's, if I'm going to go out and, and associate with what my wife's friends, you? what or, does it say about you? If like, hey, if I let my my inner dude out of me, like it's going to be bad. Well, it, most of the time, it's because I'm trying to, as I start getting more and more uh, intoxicated, I try to be more and more humorous. But at the expense of certain people. <laughs> but again, what does that say about you? I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I feel like is. my inner golems out almost all the time. So, like, oh, if, no, I, 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 if I could drink my golems just slower and makes no, less mine's sense. No, mine's cutthroat, though. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, okay. And, and it's 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 like, hey, I regret, there's a lot. Almost every time that I've gone over the edge where I've drank way too much, I've done the call the tomorrow, like you wake up the next day and I'm like, who do I got to start with? It's almost like sobriety is the only thing keeping you in check from being a complete animal. <laughs> <laughs> you so, know what I mean? Like, dude, if I, it's like, okay, like you're this, like, like this penned up horse, like about to do a horse race. And you're like, dude, if I lift the gate, like God knows what's well, going to happen. It's funny horse. because, but me, I'm like, I'm just like this horse out grazing and shitting on people's lawns occasionally. Cause that's <laughs> like the horse I am. I'm like, I don't know about the race, but I'll walk backwards for a while. I well, the second I'll thing I put down was things. I wanted to uh, give up smoking cigars too, and uh, I was like, "Well, 
I mean, I do. I enjoy smoking cigars with coffee. I don't really like to drink and smoke uh, cigars. A lot of people are like, oh, it's I like an easy a fine one for whiskey. Me, I don't. I don't enjoy it. The dude, way it's I'd... so expensive, and usually it's hard to find other people. Like I told my wife, I go, you got to understand when you're my age, which I'm now 41. Mm. Um, when I'm off during the week, when I find myself off during a weekday for vacation or you know works closed that day or whatever. Nine times out of ten, every guy that I know is gainfully employed and is not off during the same days yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only times I'm available to do stuff with my friends are in the evenings, which are filled with you know wrestling practice and you know stuff with my kids a lot of the times, or on the weekends. And my wife works on the weekends a lot of times, and I don't want to have to take. Listen, yeah. I don't want to hang out with my buddy and his kids because I don't like people's kids. I don't like my kids to. I, I, my kids want to go out and play. With their friends here or what, you know what I mean? So yeah. my friend, my kids will go out in the neighborhood and then I'm stuck here because I can't go other places in case my kids come back. Mm. So I'm sort of, uh, I'm stuck. Unless you have a single buddy who's willing to just come over and flop whenever. I got Chaz, but, yeah, you know. We just have to let the kids run around together and occupy each other. Yeah, you. but the thing is, is like, for example, your kids are not the same age as my my son is far older so he's just like I'm, yeah. I'm really not that interested the younger so ones are but... if i have my daughter only then it's different but i usually don't have that scenario so it's like if i want to hang out with ben now it's me my kid's going to want to hang out with me and you mm. and i really don't want that either because yeah. it's you know so yeah, and my wife so thinks little... i think way too much into it but whatever yeah you might my <laughs> my other uh resolution was to uh, deny the, my wife the first one, but you didn't no drinking, it. no smoking cigars. But is that a resolution or just like, I just don't think I'm gonna, no, I'm going to try to see how long I can go or if I can make it okay. without, uh, and, and then, uh, push off my wife for at least one year, um, in, in regards to getting a pool in my new house. Oh, cause that was like, Hey, you know, that first summer we're there, we're getting a pool. Oof. Yeah. And uh, it's just not having a pool seems awful. Like, it seems well, like it's great, but this, the, the work put in just seems like a lot. Having a pool is okay when you want to go swimming. It's convenient. Yeah. But you have to remember that a lot of other people don't have pools. And a lot of other when you're the only pool in the neighborhood yeah. of all kids. Oh, you know? God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and there's no fences yet. Oh, dude, so, and the risk. The risk. Well, not just the, that. It's like everybody, you know. And hey, you got to keep eyes on everybody all the time. That's the thing. It's not about not enjoying and letting other people hang out and doing this thing. But the, but it's like I would have to be out there. I can't let even my 12-year-old I wouldn't let out there by himself. I'd still go out there. I wouldn't have right. to be in the pool. Right, 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 right. So it's just, you know, and my wife's more like, ah, hey, it'll be fun. Anybody could swim and do whatever. Yeah, I'm like, let's, like let's, only... let's let somebody else get a pool and we'll go over to their house. It's like being the only dude with a pickup truck. Except oh, yeah. all your kids want to play in the bed of it. Dude, my brother-in-law got a pool last year. For years, he was coming to my pool and they would just show up and do their thing or whatever. And then he got his pool and I was like, it's on. Oh, I, I don't even need, no, my Julie's oh, brother. Okay. I was like, I don't even need a pool now. I got this guy's pool. Yeah. He took it, you know, he used my pool for five years. Now uh, I got five years. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's only down, it's in Munster. It's not that so far. you're going to keep on doing what you were doing and then also not get a pool. Yeah. So yeah, you're not going anything much. drastic. I don't you're think not, I, I'm trying to remember like, if I, I don't think I did anything like, I think I, you know what? The one big one was I'm going to admit when I'm wrong. What? Yeah. No, you're not. I've been doing it. It's crazy. Really? And my wife's like, it's patronizing. Don't do that. Like, for example, she would say, and she, we would argue about something that I would realize she was right. And I go, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. I can be wrong. 
I've been wrong in the past, and I'm wrong right now. <laughs> yeah, it does sound condescending. Uh, but, <laughs> but I want to acknowledge, because here's the thing. She'll always say, you never admit when you're wrong. So I wanted to be very clear. Huh. It's hard for me. Because, yeah. you know, what? sometimes well, I'll when just... Well, when you say I've been wrong in the past, everyone goes, yeah, no shit. I'm just, so you so, have to be like, hey, I, I there may have been a time once back in 87 when no one was around, I was wrong about a, a stat about RBIs. When I was sick, I told my son, I said, if I don't make it through this, tell my story. And one of the things I want him to be able to tell is Isn't this. That sick? <laughs> one of the things I wanted him to be able to tell was this. Okay. When someone goes, tell me about your dad. He was never afraid to admit he was wrong now okay. or in the past. He would always remember, remind people that he's not a perfect person. Uh-huh. He has been wrong in the past. But and I feel he like will not, be wrong in the future. I just feel like reminding people that you're not perfect is like reminding them that like it's like reminding them that you're not like a a, a prize fighter. Who are you, the fucking pope? It's my it's my thing. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm trying to get I better judge. incrementally. Okay, maybe you should stop judging. No way. There's no way I'm. <laughs> it's like that. Thing. I don't know if you saw that text. My wife sent me one when she was sick. And she said something about, or she was driving somewhere and she was afraid to drive there. And she said, oh, the roads are so terrible. I might die. And I said, well, and she always talks about how she wants to be cremated. And I always tell her, if I outlive you, you'll be buried, not cremating you. Whoa. Uh, just a spider. And then she said, well, you <laughs> know, she said, well, I'm leaving now and you know my wishes. And I said, you know what? I'm busy right now at work. I sent her a text. I said, I'm busy right now at work. And I don't really remember what you specifically wanted. So if you could write it down on a piece of paper and just safety pin it to your shirt. That way, if you get in an accident, you know, the cop will just rip it off. It's such it an involved conversation that you guys had about that. That's crazy. <laughs> My wife would have been like, are you still talking? I stopped listening so long This ago. was text, so I, you know. <laughs> oh. She'd be like, you know I don't read text. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, those are those are, those are are things to live by. Those are good things to do. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think, like, I've gone years before where I just didn't have any, any New Year's resolutions. I was like, I'm just not going to. And I've gone years where I've made like lofty ones. So I don't know. I'd like to say be less cynical because you said I've gotten more cynical. Uh, and so I'd like to be less. I don't know how to go about doing that. I, don't yeah, know. I can't help you with that. I'm, I'm clearly I don't know. the most Dude, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I came in tonight punchy. It's like I usually will like look through the news, try to find something. It's Groundhog Day, dude. You know what? It's, this- it's, it's fucking Groundhog Day. It- Every week is like, like, oh, somebody did this and somebody's like – even Twitter offended. I'm like every every four hours this new Twitter offended. Like I can't keep up. My my son told me yesterday he was describing one of his friends. He goes, he's a real good guy. I go, what's so good about him? And he goes, well, you know, he's one of those guys. If somebody says something that may not be absolutely 100 percent true or may seem like it's a little bit embellished, he's not the kind of guy that would 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 you know make him verify it or call him out on it. And I was like, like what? And he was like, well, like you. He's like, you know, sometimes if, if I try to t- trying to be funny, if I say something, the first thing out of your mouth is, that's not true. Okay. Well yeah. then, then you start with the, he goes, then you start with the questions to try to disprove me before I could even get the joke out of my mouth. He's like, nobody, or, no, not everyone engages in, in mental warfare. <laughs> right. And I thought to myself, huh. I could, every conversation, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, like my, those situations all flash before my eyes over the last, you know, 41 years of every person who. I, I didn't maybe I didn't even know that well or where I was just like, dude, that's bullshit. That did ever that did not happen to bosses that I've had that were like, you know, just going on and bragging a little bit about when they were growing up. And I'm like, nah, no, yeah. it didn't happen. I got a buddy at work that does that. And I respect that about him, though, because the only person I know at work that does that. And I like it. Like, I don't always like it because sometimes it's in my direction. But I but I go, hey, it's fair game. Like, I, I 
as long as everyone's not like that, that's it's it's like it's like cilantro. Like it's good in food, but if there's tons of it everywhere, your food's garbage. Mm. Like, but if you're cilantro, it's good to have some of that. You need someone to call bullshit. So you, you like to have that, that guy around can. so uh, so he can call bullshit, so you don't have to. And you're True. and you like yeah. somebody yeah, needs yeah. to call bullshit, but I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, well, I don't want to do it every time, but that guy's willing. to It's do tough it every being time. that guy though, because if yeah. you're that guy, it's, it's like people look cost, at you and right? they're like, I don't want you around because you can call bullshit. <laughs> I could tell you so many times. You know, ever have a person tell you a story <laughs> that you, you tell you a story that you told them, like a story about your youth. Like, oh, yeah, yes. you know, one time yes. me and my buddy did X, Y, Z, and this and that. And then two months later, you're out drinking with the same guy, and he tells, he forgets that you're the guy that told the story, and he starts telling the story. Yeah. yeah. I go nuts when that yeah. happens. That's I'll start, true. really? That that happened to you? Where were you at again? Because I remember that happened to me and my, that was me and my yeah. buddy, have, same situation. And then the dude realizes it, and I'm like, you're not getting off the hook on this. You know, right. you told my story. Right. Well, there's, I think there's people that will let him off the hook, and there's people no. that won't. There's people yeah. that won't. And so you can't have I'm the people that the bell curve. You can't have everybody be the same. You can't. But here's the thing, dude. I uh, it's funny because like when I started playing in bands, I was the I was the young guy in the band. You know what I mean? When I started um, doing just a lot of different things, when I started working it not in my field but in different fields, I was like the young person. You worked at fields. Yeah, Marshall Fields. Oh, that was clear. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the groups of people I hung out with were all a couple years older than me, my brothers, friends, and stuff like that. I was always the young guy. Well, I, my, I got my 20-year high school reunion coming up this year. And so there's there's no longer, like, it, it, you can't be like, ah, oh, you're a young guy. You know, it's oh, we can't go out all dr- drinking all night because, I mean, some of us can't do it. You young guys can. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't fall in that class anymore, which mm. is terrible to think about. But essentially, this all boils down to I didn't go to my five. If we had a five, I didn't go to my ten. I think we did have a ten. I never did it, and I didn't I didn't want to because I didn't, I didn't love high school that much. Did I you graduate the same year as your wife? Uh, no, one year above. Okay. She's one year younger than me. Uh, but I, it wasn't that I disliked the people I went to school with. I just didn't have that many – when I was in high school, I just couldn't wait to like party and get out and just, I just didn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't in like a lot of clubs and so, you know what I mean? I wasn't, uh, I didn't participate in a lot of things and, and except for the things I did and I thought everything else was dumb. That was my, my crappy attitude. So I didn't do the, the five, 10 year thing. Now 20s come around and I think I didn't want to do those before because I wasn't real. I think, you know, when you're in high school and you go like, See you later, fuckers. Like, later, loser. I'm going to set the world on fire. And if, if the world ain't on fire, right. you can't show up 10 years later and be like, yeah, I was kidding about that. Most people do. And I don't, it's not like I, not like I cussed my way out the door, but I probably didn't have a great attitude, you know? And so 20 years later, like, the the other ones, I, I felt like I can't show up in my status. I just can't. You so now I mean? you now you can? You've made it to where yeah, you I haven't made it, like, to the top of the what, mountain. What's really the point, though? What's really the point? I like, don't know. Now, honestly, and I, I know we're not the first person to say this, or I'm not the first person to say this, but with the advent of social media, there's really no need for it because the high school reunion would be, I remember my first one, like they sent out a, a mailer or whatever, and it was like after the fact, and it was like, oh, so-and-so is now this, and so-and-so. I know what everybody's doing, at least the people I give a shit about. You know what I mean? So there's I no think, need for me to meet them at that night and oh, go like, reason, oh, hey. There's a reason. You know damn well what the reason is. Well, if you're single. Nope. The reason is to see who's still got hair. Yeah, but you see them on – I'm saying if you're friends with them on Facebook, that, that it's already known. The reason known. is to see in how good shape people are, which – If they're using an accurate the, picture. between Look, between this motivation 
Be- between Jocko and my 20th, I think the willpower is going to be there. I'm going to show You should up just there. try to send Jocko in place of you, as you. Oh, could I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could. If if I could just get the the guy that used to be on the show, if I could just get Nick to like wear a mask or whatever, and I'd be like, yeah, this is me now. This is what I do. This is who I am. Wouldn't it be great if you could get Bradley Cooper to go back as you? Oh, yeah. And just be like, no, it's I'm Ben. Nick, what are you talking about? He's a good actor. You like, think I he could pull say, it off? I didn't want to say anything. Do you think he could pull it off? Yeah. Could he be an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he could pull it. Yeah, he's been an idiot. Yeah, he'd have to be the like that, like he was the dickhead in Wedding Crashers. <laughs> He just have to act like uh, what was it like a uh, gonna eat a sack lunch? No, no, no. He just have to be that dude. But uh, so the motivation is to. I, I don't think I felt like proud of myself at all, and I'm not walking in like, like on a high horse. But but at least I'm like, okay. I got a, I got a stable. I have two healthy kids. I'm married. Got a job. So I got can, a, you have a stable. I'm a stable genius. Oh yeah. What does that mean? A stable genius? Yeah, why do people keep saying that? See, it's another thing I... I oh, what does that mean? On. Yeah. That was one of Trump's tweets. Oh. He's, people were questioning... This is a side note. People were questioning his mental ability. They were going like, look, you know what? Every like four days, there's a new petition that goes, let's kick him out because of this. Because that... <laughs> a petition ought to do it, right? right? right. But whatever. As, if Look, if it would, I would sign the, the damn thing. But whatever. So people were saying like, we don't think he's capable mentally. So they wanted to sign right. a thing. Okay. And so he got wind of it. What does that mean? And I'm though? paraphrasing. I don't know if it's right. just a petition. There may be more to it. But so he got wind of it and put like he put, I'm like a stable genius. <laughs> he said like he goes, I'm really smart. I went to the best colleges and I'm a stable genius. Which I think a lot of times I really have to I believe he does it just, just to piss people off so it, bad. Dude, normally normally I go, No, he's that dumb. But he typed the word like. <laughs> Like he was talking like a valley girl, but typing it. And I was like, nobody types that way unless they're trying to trigger you. <laughs> so I never give him credit, but I almost was like, did you, are you fucking with, okay, all right, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what was I saying? I don't know. Uh, we were talking Bradley about your 20, Cooper yeah, being an idiot. 20 year reunion. So I have to, here's the thing. I can show up in decent shape if I want. I can be nice. I want to be nice. I want to have a good time. But you can't. I cannot in an evening make a group of people think that I'm not who I was. You know what I mean? I can't change their attitudes. There's no sales pitch in Dude, the world. I mean, it's There's not no like sales. you're going to go up to the to, to the the cheerleader or whoever the the people are that are there that you want to impress that you didn't impress back in high school and you're going to impress them. They don't care. Nobody cares. Hmm. You know what that's I mean? A good, that's a good point. Nobody does I mean, care. I mean, it's it's like you're like, well, I mean, in that little time, I'm not going to be able to change their mind. I mean, honestly, if you see people you didn't like in high school, you're not going to be like, I wonder if that dude's cool now. Let me give him another shot. You're going to be like, there's right. a dickhead. Right. They are a dickhead. <laughs> right. So, so then I'm still a dickhead. Yeah, right? whatever, okay. man. I mean, I huh. think I think everybody has That's their little. Point. Then why do they want? Then the, why go? The I, real popular people, and I when I say popular, that's such a, a, a weird term because I, I went to a school with a th- like there was like 900 people in my graduating class. Oh, yeesh. you to be popular, I guess meant. You were like in all the activities. You were maybe a football player, cheerleader, baseball okay. player, wrestler, whatever, and you yeah. were like a, a state champion or maybe you're all now, American. Maybe you're a weather girl on Channel Two now. Yeah, could be. But the, for the rest of us, like for my, I, I, I hung around with a bunch of skateboard kids, and uh, I was popular among my friends. Yeah. So there's so many small. Well, pockets. So did I. But I was like, I was like king of the losers. N- not even king. I was like, I don't know what a jack, perhaps. But. 
I was I mean, a jack of the losers. Th- but you think about it and you go like, <laughs> you, but you didn't matter to you because you're like, I don't care about any of these other people anyway. Right, right. So it wasn't like you, like in these movies where you were like a nerd or a, a loser as you would go burn out, whatever. No. And you aspired to be yeah. this in this group. I wasn't like, ducky. Like can't buy me love. That, like, hey, next year ducky? from six, uh, pretty in pink. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't ducky. You know what I mean? Like, like you would come back and go, Oh, next year I'm going to aspire to be in that. I'm going to sit at that lunch table with those people. It's right. like, no, you, they didn't like you. They made judgments about you and they had those judgments since like junior high and they kept those judgments. I guess Sometimes, basically it's not about a group. It's my concern is that I probably was a bit insensitive or something in the past. Uh, and so now I'm like, Hey, I thought about it. Maybe I shouldn't have been so insensitive. <laughs> But it's like, but it's like I'm counting the minutes before I make another dick joke that everybody doesn't like. Well, I mean, to me, the great uh, separator from from junior high to high school, or even from elementary school to junior high, was athletics because not athletics outside of school so much, like you know, uh, Pop Warner or or Little League, but like when you, people were playing sports for the school. Like you could have a buddy as like, oh, we were all cool. Then he got on the football team, and his new friends were the football team guys because. He spent all kind of time practicing with them and yeah. playing games with them. So this just sort of a natural progression. Like I was one of those kids who was just like, I didn't want to be involved in anything that had to do with school spirit or school activity. So I hung around with kids who also felt the same way. I kind of you know? did, yeah. And, but I had friends that weren't didn't play football for the school and didn't wrestle, and then all of a sudden they did, and we weren't really friends anymore. Right. Not because they looked down on me. It was just like, hey, we're we're rolling with two different groups of people. Like, I spend most of my time with this group. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's like I would like to shake that mentality. Like, this isn't high school anymore. Like, we're all adults. For what? Like, I, I can just go like, hey, it's good to see you. you're doing well. I'm happy for you. But that's, that's nice. A, and I would like to re- maybe I don't know. We have beers and we rehash old stories. That's, that's the equivalent right, of requesting somebody on Facebook that you're like, oh my god, I remember that person from high school, and you spend. An hour looking through their pictures and their posts, and then you go, man, is it going to feel really? It's going to be really awkward when I when I delete them from my Facebook and then run into them. Yeah, because now they're going to know I requested them just to creep on their page. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. So, so, so really, there's no long term goal in. Are you trying to make yourself feel better? I'm not thinking long term at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want this evening to to be. Is like, there is there some obviously maybe in your case is yeah. there someone in high school that you're like, man, I wish I could have been friends with that guy or girl? No. Well, probably girl. Yes. No. But, so what, no, not not in like a screw them way, but just like a, no. I mean, I was friends with people enough. What girl did you want to be with? In, uh, friends with in high school, and a not and it just to be friends with that you what weren't girl friends. Did with? I want to be friends with? Yeah, I know, buddy. What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. So you said, oh, not in a not screw me. Well, what other? For, for, oh I'm, no, I just mean like not not like no. What I meant was like the people that I was not friend friends with. It wasn't because like oh, I don't want anything to do with them. I just it didn't like didn't move the needle. Like you know what I mean? And why would it now? I. I don't know. Because, because you're, you're in the back of your mind, you're always going to be like, why, you know, what was so great about you in high school that you couldn't condescend to? No, this isn't about like, oh, you guys weren't cool to me back then. Everyone was fine. I didn't have any issues back then. No, you're I really all from didn't. Hessville, so I mean, we're, we're, who, yeah. could, who could really talk? We were all poor stock. It didn't, it didn't, <laughs> I think a lot of me is like the people that went on to go to college and do fancy things like that. I'm like, oh, I thought I thought we were all poor stock. Like, I was under the impression that we all had parents that didn't give a shit. Like, I was under the impression that all of us had, like, they may like have, sack lunches. They may age. have, but they they personally rose above their parents, unlike other people. Right, but I think secretly there were some parents making sure that their kids were doing their homework and talking about college with them. 
You mean like the parents that hold their kids back like in yesteryear thought, in nursery like, schools so they have one more year of eligibility in sports? Yes, stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, It's strategic. Exactly. You just don't know why. I guess I'm just like, I thought that we were all on, you know, like you guys are operating under different rules that no one, you know. Like I thought we were all playing stickball with a stick. Turns out you had an aluminum bat the whole time. <laughs> this is bullshit. No, I don't know. I don't, but I, I want to go. I want to show up. I want to show out. I don't know how I'm going to turn it into a good time. But that sounds cynical, so it, it should make it a good time. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta do this. Well, I would like to hear listeners' thoughts on twentieth, and and I hopefully not. When all is it? Oh, it's not till like it was like a couple years away. Fall. Oh, it's this year. It's this year. Oh, shoot. yeah. That's how this old. whole thing got kicked off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I totally I'll wasn't be, listening. I'll be thirty-eight this year, and that'll be my twentieth. <sighs> you know, I broke the top of my foot. I think kicking my. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you my, think? my training pad dummy. You had trouble walking on it? Uh, I messed it up pretty bad. It was like black and blue and swollen for a while. And I continued to kick. With... Were you not doing it correctly? No, I, I missed the pad and kicked the steel bar. Really? Yeah, because you're supposed to wrap pads around the, the, the arm that holds the focus pad, mm. you know, as extra protection. And I decided that uh, I, it was too hard. It was too labor intensive to do so. And I would just focus on kicking the pad. Okay, I like missed. like Karate Kid three. Yeah, and I just went, hitting the wood. I went in level seven berserker mode and, uh, <laughs> and kicked. Oh, it. dude! Before we leave this one hundred percent, the whole going back to high school thing. I've been watching Black Mirror a lot. Mm. Uh, it's my new favorite show in the world. I just love it. I just love it. And they had an episode. This is season two or three, so it's not really a spoiler. But and I won't even spoil it. But basically, everyone had DVRs built into their eyes. Everything that they saw was recorded and uploaded, and you could watch it and you could. Just put it onto a screen and show people everything you saw with your eyes. It was all data. Um, and the whole episode was about like he's, he was at a party and then he starts rewatching the party and he starts rewatching the body language between his wife and this other guy. He starts getting paranoid. And when you're, you can make yourself crazy that way. And I just thought about like, what if you had a DVR and you watched yourself in high school? Like, would you think you'd be like, that kid's cool or he's the biggest douchebag in the Douche world? chills. Douche chills. Big, bad. Like, Without big time. a doubt. <laughs> I often, you know, it's funny. I mean, everybody would, though, right? People or... that know me now go like, "Oh, you know what? The seventeen-year-old you would have hated the forty-one-year-old you." And I'm like, you know, the forty-one-year-old me would probably hate the seventeen-year-old me. Mm. I'm not worried about him. He should be worried about me. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I, I, you're, I mean, you're shit. He didn't know anything. That kid thought he knew everything. And knew nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. You couldn't tell him that. He just wasn't going to listen. I think if I had a DVR in my eyes, dude, I, I, I have. Really, I, I don't have much of a self-esteem now. It's all right. It's, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm normal, whatever. But if I had a DVR, I would rewatch every – it would be like Facebook times a million. I would watch every single interaction I had, and I'd be like, oh, you sound so dumb. You look, look so stupid when you do that. Like, me, I, would, I would hate every <laughs> single bit of, of data of let me, me. Let me just say this. The 17-year-old me, you know those. You know when John Quinones does those things where like he sets up the what would you do? The 17-year-old, you know, on the news where it's like mm. uh, some cashier to get at, at a grocery store is being belittled by the customers and they want to see if the other customers are going to jump in. And yeah, oh, it. okay, yeah. Like yeah. the 17-year-old me not only wouldn't have jumped in, I would have been the guy haranguing the, 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 the... I would have been the bad guy. You'd be like, this guy's right. This cashier does suck. Where I guarantee you the 41-year-old me could not help myself from intervening on mm-hmm. behalf on the, f- to do the right thing. Not to say that the 17-year-old me didn't know what the right thing was to do, 
but he sure liked doing the wrong thing on it's purpose. It just was so much more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And you had probably the life of short yeah, mentality, I always right? tell my sister, yeah, because she's got a son that's uh, rambunctious like I was. <laughs> and she's like, what do you, you know, when you when you were always getting in trouble and grounded and, you know, mom and dad, blah, 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 you know, w- what do you think the reason was? And I said, I was an asshole. You're well, like, no, like, you're like just hang on. Why? The asshole's got to get out of you. And I go, I liked it. I like being, I like being bad. I don't know what to tell you. I like misbehaving. How do you get the asshole out of somebody? Girl. That's it. Yeah. You're right. 100% of the time. And that's also how you get the loser out of somebody too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. As much it's, as you hate it's it. It's not how you get the boring out of somebody. No, no, no. If you're a boring dude that's and you're like, you. I just need a woman and you find a woman, guess who just got more boring? <laughs> and I don't mean that. Yeah, I do. I mean, however it sounds. It's fine. Uh, I was talking about that with my wife the other day because I have a couple a couple of my 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 really good friends just that I first since I was real young just never quite settled down and never never quite worked out and these dude, these are these are my my besties you know uh, but it just never quite got it right with with a woman and as a result just a lot of progress just stops mm-hmm. so I may have just insulted all women but now I'm gonna compliment them. Because if I hadn't have met my wife and got married and done certain things, uh, I become very complacent in life because my priorities aren't things at all. Like if, if things maybe like guitars or what you know what I mean. But my priorities are not like my nest and my, you know what I mean things like that. Like my wife, so I was like, let's get a better house and better this and that. I'm like, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't move my needle at all. I just don't like. I don't want a dirty place, but I just don't care if my place is that nice. It's not that important to me. A woman will force you to go like. You need to stop wearing that local age shirt five times a week. I'll let you get away with three. They'll go, you need. Or eventually they'll cut it up themselves or destroy They'll go, it. that don't mess with Monty shirt that you love, that you've worn to sleep every day for like 10 years. Uh, I'm going to throw that yeah, away. you look like a tool. I'm, th- I'm throwing it away. Yeah. So they will do that for you. I, I can say with 100%. Now, there are obviously situations where a woman will destroy a person, will no, destroy I mean, a man. All these things I'm saying comes at the cost of your soul. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> no. You're going to pay for it with your livelihood and everything you hold dear. You have to but. surrender yourself to the I to we're better at different things. You know, women are obviously way better and smarter at planning how your life should be. Yeah. And you're better at you know, being strong and, uh, you know, hanging pictures. Well, and... finding the right woman is like being on American Idol. No, no. Here's the thing. It ain't about you finding the right woman. The right woman's going to find you. You ain't going to find the okay. right woman. If you go out, you're going to, because you're, you look for the wrong no, thing. No, that's why it's like the voice. Because whoever turns around in that chair, they're like, yeah, I'll do this guy, I guess. <laughs> probably... I might have his babies. Now, but it's, that's, it's at that cost. She, in order for her to really be into you, she's got to choose you. You can't choose her. And these stories where these guys go and they chase these women down and the woman's like, yeah, you know, 60 years ago, your father fought for me, even though I didn't love, that doesn't happen in real life. What happens is she decides within seconds, I guarantee you within seconds, a girl can look at you and be like, I either want to be with that person or not. Yeah. Okay. So if you make it past that 60 seconds or 12 seconds or whatever that like initial, yeah. I up and down. Okay, yeah, I could do something with this. You're now in the arena. Now, yeah. Now you got a, now you got a a dog in the hunt. Now what you have to do is you have to make yourself malleable. You have to make the woman, she has to believe that you're able to be made over, changed, 
molded at some level. Oh, so sinister. It is so sinister. And, and, and you have to be, because, and you realize, and you have a daughter, you just like me, my daughter knows, I want, she wears this, because she has curly hair, she has this bonnet that she wears. You have to spray detangler in her hair, and then her hair goes in this bonnet. So she looks <laughs> like she's wearing a chef's hat before bed, so it, it's just her face, no hair. She sleeps in a bonnet? Yeah. Because it keeps okay. her hair, so in the mornings I don't have to deal with it being all tangled. Okay. So when I see her wearing huh. this bonnet, it's just her little face, and, a bo- <laughs> I, and I told her one time, I could never be angry with you when that bonnet. It's so adorable. I grounded her from television like two weeks later. I woke up in the morning. I came downstairs. She was watching TV in the bonnet. And I said, I told you no TV. And she said, she pointed to the bonnet. She said, you told me you could never be mad at me. I figured out the rules of this game. And I was like, all right. All right. Fair enough. Good point. That's it. Good Game. Point. You know, my son couldn't do that to me. I'd be like, dude, take the stupid bonnet off and turn the TV off. Right. And, and so I think the thing is, is you know, you you ultimately, as much as you want to resist it, you want to make if it's someone you really like, you want to make them happy. Wow. So you let them take you. They you let them change you to a point. Yeah. And God help you if you're already willing. But they so. got to really at some level. It's like when she goes too far one way. It's like she needs to also know. But she's going to test the limits for sure. Yeah. But I've I've never seen it where a guy has chased a girl down. To, convinced her to love him, and they've lived happily after, happily ever after. Never, it's the girl's decision. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good point. It's never like I I finally won her over. It's like no, he didn't. Dude, you, how many guys do you know that are like I, we're pining for some specific girl, and then like sometimes when they when they finally hook up with her, meet her, date her, they're like she's kind of a bitch. I don't really like her all that much. Like it's just not what it was meant. Because guys are dumb. You need a woman to tell you, yeah, what you like. And what is what's going to fly? Yeah. You know, the other day I walked upstairs in our loft. Well, like I said, without without your you you are sort of stunted without it because like I would continue, I would I would be playing Mario Kart and drinking beer because I love doing that. It's amazing. It makes me feel good every single time, like the first time. It's great. But you have to like for me. It might be I had to have a woman that came in and went like, "Hey, you look like a, a loser. You got to not do this." And I go, "Yeah, I know." Now, if nobody's telling you you look like a loser. Ignorance is bliss. Right. Yeah, no doubt. So who's really winning well, here? Like, you know, we, my wife. <laughs> who's really coming every on top? Day. The guy who doesn't have someone tell him they're a loser? <laughs> or the guy who's like, you know you know, what's awesome? Getting told you're a loser. It really pushes you to be less of a loser. <laughs> well, my wife comes home with something new every day to decorate the house with. I've told you this before. Yeah, every time and I come here, there's something new. The, yet I buy you a Hey My Man banner. There it is rolled up in the corner. Yeah, where I you... haven't got around to it yet. I've been sick. Uh-huh. But anyway. I see. So she has me hang up these pictures in the loft. She goes, oh, I bought a bunch of pictures for the loft space. Okay. She got these frames and, and, and they're, they're like, uh, not like Jackson Pollock's, but just like stupid art, like blue lines and like just some sort of wave. Does it mean, sand. Any, does it mean anything it's, to anyone? It's no, it's a garbage. And I said, mm. let me ask you a question. Now she's got these two <laughs> chairs that are uncomfortable to sit in, but they look nice in the room. Ugh. These, these three pieces of art, which was, it was one picture that she cut three times and put in different frames. She did it. Yeah, and I go. She points, didn't. Points she didn't effort. make it. She just bought it and then cut it so it it could Still. it could make. And I said, "This is why don't we? This looks like a doctor's office." I go, "Let's make it be ours." Mm-hmm. She goes, well, "What do you mean?" I go, "I got that Henry Hill painting I'd like to put up here, or the picture of my dad's business, or the picture of uh, me doing karate when I won the, the something tournament with the story behind Some, it. Something that's me that make let someone if someone is to break into my house, they go, "Oh, that's the guy." Yeah. I go not this guy. I go, I'm, this. I'm, I'm burglarizing this family, not not Doctor So and So. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. she goes, "No, we're not having that." She goes, "You want to get those pictures? You can put them in the basement." I go, "I have 
insulation. I don't even have a wall down there. She goes, I yeah, get a wall down. See, this is where she might need a little bit of that that losery. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? She might need a little bit. Like, they're always like, the one that's like to to to. To, she to, has way too high a self esteem for that. They're the if ones. I, if they're, I was but the ones to shape you up and be like, "Hey, this could improve you," but I think sometimes women need the one that go like, "Hey, you're improving has has improved itself to the point of uh, it's lost all character." Well, I mean, I guess I could push back, take her picture down, and put the Henry Hill picture up there. But the only thing I would realize in that situation is that she's right and I'm wrong because it looks stupid up there. It's not the right size. Well, yeah, it but we, it we well, the same thing. We redid our bedroom. And my wife, we have art in our bedroom. I don't know who made it. I don't know where she got home goods or something. It means nothing to me. Yeah, it's just some random print. It looks nice. It matches the dresser. That's all it, that's... But it means nothing to right. me. Right. That's yeah. weird. Because even in our bedroom, we have like... There's like a, a heart that says love or there's this. And she's like, oh, isn't it cute? I go, what does it mean though? Yeah. Wow. Well, how, how is it in that one little tiny spot in life? That's the spot where dudes are more emotional and in touch with their... Like, <laughs> there's that one little sliver of the pie where guys are like, this should mean something, right? Shouldn't, Dude, shouldn't this have some emotion behind it? They're like, nope. Yeah. I mean, where's... I mean, I, I got this, this Scarface poster framed. Yeah. What am I going to do with this? Yeah. It's a $60 frame. I uh, <laughs> had to throw a dart at... 17 different balloons in order to get that Megadeth one with... Uh, in order to get that, that Samantha... What's, what's his name, Eddie? That Samantha Fox mirror. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't easy. Mm. That was hard-earned. Hard-earned. You it know how was. drunk I was when I was throwing those darts? Anyways. Okay. I don't know how we got on that. Oh, uh, a couple things I watched this week. Um, Dude, a Dave Chappelle's new stand-up. Did you see it? The one that came out New Year's Eve? No, I saw some clips, but I did not see it. I think I saw... What, he has that one that was really good a, a long time ago called Killing Him Softly. I think oh, that was yeah. super funny. Yeah, it was long. Then time he had ago. another one. He had two last year that came out in like together. No, this is before that. This is before that. He had a uh, – well, yeah, Killing Kill Me Softly was real right. old. Then he had another one where he talked about a bomb on a subway mm-hmm. like doing gross stuff. And I remember going like, oh, maybe I like his show more than his stand-up. And then I saw some more stand-up and it was okay. Dude, this the recent one, I just watched him – Yesterday and then part of it today. Uh, super funny. I really, really, really liked it, man. Is it the one where he's talking about Kevin Hart? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He's just like his on stage. He's so comfortable. It just sounds like some funny dude you know. Like right. it does, most of it doesn't sound I'm, – and the bits, I'm sure he's practiced them. Right. But a lot of them just sound like – The conversational. Just a super comfortable, funny dude Like if talking. you were there, you you could almost get into that – that trance where it's like, oh, it's just me and him. And he's telling yeah, the story. Yeah, and 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 he seemed, and he's super like, cause he does a little bit of stuff in politics, but he seems super likable. The way he's like, he touches on both sides. Little, I mean, he's obviously picking a side, but like, I just thought it was great, man. I just thought it was super funny. He's said a, a lot, a lot of really. The first one's better than the second one because there's two of them that mm-hmm. came out at the same time. He, I don't know if he had Netflix had a deal where like we want X amount of albums, and he's like, well, I'll just give you four at once and. <laughs> Two of them will be okay, and the other will be, yeah, the other will be B-sides. But uh, I don't even know what they're called, but the first one of the two. But they're both good, but the first one was really, really it would good. Would it be inappropriate like last time where I let my kid watch it? And he was no, like, don't let your kid watch it. <laughs> he was like, this is so... Definitely don't watch your kid, like, let your even, kid watch it. I let my kid watch, uh, we watched Kevin Hart's new one. Because uh, I was like, oh, this is probably going to be He's mild. the opposite. Kind of funny in movies, but I've seen a stand-up, and I'm like, where's the punchline? You know, and and does he there even was, say there, jokes or does he just say words? Like, I, 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 it's hard to explain. But there were he did some vulgar stuff where I was like, my kid, we were trapped together. 
Like, because it was like, hey. you know, 30 minutes of straight, like, you know, there's some F words here and there, but for the most part, it was like nothing crazy. Right. Then all of a sudden, he started talking about, you know, sexual stuff, and like, we were trapped. No, Chappelle. And I was like, Chappelle's oh, oh I know. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I told you last time we watched the Chappelle one, my kid was like, he was like, he said, I feel uncomfortable. Can I leave? <laughs> I like that he's straight up on it. That's good communication. But he, it's funny he doesn't know anything about him, but he's always like, can we watch Dice? I'm like, you're not watching Dice. No. Again, I, I've been watching Black I'm like, Mirror. I want you to watch Dice or listen to it on Spotify without me knowing about yeah. it. Sneak that. But yeah. Sneak but I can't that. I can't okay it. Sneak it like it was Guns N' Roses. I'm going to make him a, a Spotify playlist with like Two Live Crew, Dice, the, uh, Easy How do you Does It. I'd do like leave it for him, be like, hey, uh... <laughs> You know, people are like, oh, yeah, my dad bought me a subscription to Playboy when I was, like, 15, you know. Gross. <laughs> yeah, you have to make, like, a treasure hunt or something so we can <laughs> find it at the end. Uh, Black Mirror, of course. I haven't started season four, which everyone was talking about season four, but I'm not there yet. Uh, last week, I gave out an award for Logan for being the best first the first 30 minutes of movie I've ever saw. And you watched the rest I finished of it. it, and it was awesome. You liked know, it? Hot, even, take, even hot it take, the movie's, like, two years old. <laughs> Loved it. It was awesome. And I hate superhero movies. We don't hate them, but I just don't really, right. I don't really mess with them. Not in your wheelhouse. Not in my wheelhouse. Logan was great. Yeah. There was nobody in a cape. You know what I mean? This it, is, it was superhero powers, but none of the... This is what I... I like the beginning of it. Like, I like the gritty... Like, dude, it was violent in the beginning. I was like, this is going to be crazy. Insanely violent. But, dude, he's just clawing people straight through the mouth. But, which is how the comic is. Like, you know, that's oh, how Wolverine it? is. It was that bad? So... I didn't read much. Of the it, now this, I was under the impression Logan was supposed to be derivative of this this like arc called Old Man Logan, which it is. It's like him when he like the, it's a post apocalyptic. All the X Men are dead, so they took. Oh, I don't some, know anything about. They that. took some of this from that, but this was it was not specific to that comic book. So I was I went into it thinking it was, and I was like, mm, you know. Oh, I had I no preconceptions at all. I was but, like, that's a movie with Wolverine, and I just loved it. it was more great. importantly. There was a somebody who told me that you saw every which way but loose. Who told you that? Somebody. Nobody knows I saw that. Somebody. Nobody knows I saw it. Well, how do I know? I don't know how you know. I think because you know you're just saying that someone told you that. No, it's you're going to be like he's eventually going to just cop to it that he saw that movie. Did you see it? I had to pay for it twice. What? Yeah, because I, I watched it one time and I couldn't finish it, and my date expired, so I had to rewatch it. Let me ask you this. I think I fell asleep while it was on. Was it well worth the six bucks? It was not worth. It was not worth the six bucks. I'll, Come on, give it up. This movie was not worth the three bucks. <laughs> this movie made me violently angry that I paid any money at all to see it. This not is, to mention double. Out of all, I paid double to see this movie. I, I know you said this was near, near and dear to your heart. But out of all the suggestions I've had, out of all the movies, but I've for had, a specific reason, this movie was far and away the worst <laughs> of any of them. It's so bad. <laughs> You weren't amused at all. He, that's why it made me so angry. Because it was bad and not funny bad. It was like, this is just bad, bad. It's just bad. The monkey was there and there's no explanation. Nobody really says why the monkey's I think he there. won him in a bet, if I'm not mistaken. Every once in a while, he's just hanging out with the monkey. And he's it's extreme, an extremely close with the orangutan. Like, really close to it. I, Dude, the dialogue... I we need next week. I'm gonna try to print up some of the dialogue and read it. It's so bad. And I know this movie's not about dialogue, but here's out of the whole movie. You know, there's a sequel, dude. Yes, <laughs> okay. I've heard. I've heard. Uh, 
I was watching this movie. It was a labor of love. I was like, I have to finish it. I was like, I was, I was like an hour, and I was like, this thing's two hours, dude. It was a labor <laughs> of love. I had to finish it, but an hour in, I was very mad that I was still watching it, and I was like, I just can't believe this isn't done yet. There was one part where there's a black and white cop duo that's following him because they he wronged them early on. He shamed them early on in the movie. And there's a point when he's out there fishing. Clint Eastwood you're talking about. Clint Eastwood is, is, is fishing. And these guys follow him across the country to find him. They finally find him fishing. Uh, Far out of their jurisdiction. <laughs> oh, way, way. They're state troopers. So who knows what state they're in. But they're way out of their jurisdiction. Clint Eastwood is constantly without a shirt and... I don't, maybe maybe I'm spoiled with. It's a with, different time. Maybe I'm spoiled yeah. with watching The Rock walk around and be like a. I think you're spoiled lead. with you know GH or not GHB. What's the what's the other one? Uh, H- 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 yeah. No, I, I am a little. I am a little bit because I was in like, Hollywood I was like, dieting. He just doesn't look tough at all with his shirt off. But so he's fishing with his shirt off in his pants. He didn't have any backup pants for no reason. He's fishing in the in the lake. This guy walks up, points a gun. Finally, I got you, Clint Eastwood. I've been hunting you forever. I forget his name, but he's like, I've been Philo Beto. All right, Philo. I've been after you forever uh, for some minuscule reason, and now you're really going to get it. And this is the one funny part of the whole movie is he pretends he gets a big fish on his hook, and he's like, oh, he's fighting this big fish. And the guy likes fishing so much that he gets so excited, and he takes over the fishing pole to get this big slabber and reel it in himself. And when he does, of course, Philo grabs his gun and pulls it. That part, I was like, all right, there's a joke. There's a joke. But dude, you gotta you gotta explain the bad guys, the bad guys that are following the the bike, the game? motorcycle. <laughs> dude, wh- what are they trying to do? What are they trying to be? I don't know, but they get tarred and feathered at some point. Dude, so you don't see that in many movies. They're a badass biker game. It's a Wobegon. It's a movie from a Wobegon time. But just none of them can fight at all. <laughs> like, like at all. What? Well, I mean, you. I, I think you're being quite presumptuous that just because you're in a biker gang, you can fight. I That's think, why guys think, are in gangs because that, in as as a, as a one person they're not that tough. But they, it's just that they're constantly looking for fights, but they're so bad at it. Well, when it comes to him, he's the toughest guy around. Like, but why would who you, do you see why them would you be fight? seeking out something you're not good at all the time? Who do you see them fight? That's not him. Mm, uh oh, the old woman. The old woman pulls out <laughs> his the mother. shotgun. His mother. Pulls she had a, a gun though. Pulls out a shotgun and just blows them all to smithereens. <laughs> So my point is, is that's just to show you how he's so much tougher than the average. I just don't. I just saw you know. their, just the, their form, the way they went about it. <laughs> Dude, the, the bad guys were so bad. <laughs> the girl was like, he's in love with this girl who's just like a huge whore. And for, <laughs> for no, <laughs> for, she doesn't even try to ever not be a whore, like ever. Like he find, he's jogging in his jeans. And no shirt in Colorado, and she pulls up, and she's like, "Oh crap, there he is!" And I'm still confused because I don't know if she's a, not a nice woman yet. I still think she is. And then he's like, "She's like, oh crap!" She could have easily just ducked her head, but she doesn't. She picks him up, and they they fall in love again. Apparently, <laughs> I I should have started from the beginning if I'm going to lay out the plot. But dude, there's just so many. I kept watching, going, "What? Don't you? What is going on? Whether dude? it be this movie or Heartbreak Ridge, don't you find that Clint Eastwood also kind of runs weird?" He's super. like straight armed. It's it's a weird. He like, runs like a person are... who never runs. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he's got great cardio. I mean, he fights like a like the Dickens. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he gets into a fight in a meat house, circuit like a la Rocky. And uh, they don't want to pay him up after he wins. And so the girl pulls out a gun and shoots around at everybody. And so they're like, "All right, I guess we'll pay up." And then they leave. 
I don't know, dude. It's the punching sound effects, or you know, the broken oh, celery, dude. like the. I mean, they're so overdone. Dude. And the fight scenes are choreographed in a way where they're just like, eh, just go out there and just. I don't know. Just stand around and we'll fix it. And it's post. funny because it's all like it's almost like it's shot where he's wearing a GoPro on his head. Like you just see his fist. Like tch, 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 tch. I just wish you would have told me it was so bad. It's so. But like it's I said, so bad. You, you got to understand. And this I is like why, this movies. is why I like doing this is because that to me and to a lot of other people, I guarantee <laughs> this is where we get the most people that respond <laughs> back. They're going to be people that go like Ben. If you would have saw this in the seventies or eighties, what was or, you wrong know, with people in the seventies, dude? Why? I told you before. If you wanted to get ladies, you either drove a truck, hung out with an orangutan, or you know, bare knuckle boxed, arm wrestled. Those are the things that that women liked in the eighties. And those things are all still pretty sweet. But why? Why were our brains so different in the eighties to where we would think that that stuff was funny or cool? It's whole. It, I mean, man, dude, it was so wholesome. I mean, you look back at it and you're like, "Oh, this guy, he's." But it wasn't wholesome. He just drank. He just drank and drive. Yeah, drink, but, he would just like, drink and drive all the time. He didn't. His drinking wasn't abusive in the way that it like he turned on his family or you know what I mean. He was like no. a fun drink. Like he was yeah. a grump. But at the same time, oh. like there was no. There was a time when his buddy, the mechanic, who always was his brother, his brother. Always wore his hat slightly askew for comedy effect. Like Pedro Strope of the Cubs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Slightly more akimbo. So, uh, his Pedro Strope and, and the orangutan are hanging out, and Pedro's working on the underneath the car. The orangutan comes over and moves the jack or something like that to where the car will fall on him. If he, but the orangutan's so strong, he's holding it up, and he keeps going, don't let go. Don't let go of the car. Don't let go. But he still just keeps not moving. He's just staying where he's at. He not just trying to sneak out in those. those keeps m- telling keeps telling the monkey just, hey, hold it there. Hold it there. And I'm like, you could have rolled out 22 <laughs> times by now. And I'm watching him yell at the screen going, just roll out of the car, you dummy. Uh, so it was at that point I go, oh, this movie doesn't care All right, give me, about give me, its viewer. Give me a one minute. What is this movie about to someone who's never seen it? This movie is about. A bare knuckle boxer who uh, has a uh, partner that is an orangutan, and him and this orangutan drive around, and they occasionally do bare knuckle boxing, and sometimes they get into other. I don't know if he has another occupation or not. At any rate, he falls in love with a country western singer, shares a wonderful night with her, professes her love. She decides she's got to ditch town. He goes to follow her. And find out where she is so he can find out what happened, why their love went awry. And in the meantime, keeps bare knuckle boxing to make extra side money. And keeps making (laughs) hilarious antics with his orangutan and his mechanic brother. And his mechanic brother, by the way, stops at a fruit stand in California and finds the hottest chick ever. (laughs) The, The redeeming part about this movie is the girl that his brother starts doing. She's super duper good looking. And... All of a sudden, she's at a fruit stand, and she decides to go with this uh, Pedro Strope hat-wearing <laughs> loser and his buddy and their orangutan in their That's truck. What I tell you, dude, all it takes is a good woman. Dude, I just don't understand. She's like, oh, hey, thanks for uh... – oh, there was a crappy customer, and he shoot her away. <laughs> a woman customer, and he shoot her away. And so she's like, well, I guess I'll be in love with you and follow you with an orangutan. Genetics, man. So He's, He proved he was the protector. They eventually find this woman – uh, turns out the woman left on purpose. She's a scammer. That's what she does. Uh, I don't know. She I guess she's just a whore. She just goes from <laughs> town to town and she just like bangs dudes. But here's the thing: she doesn't. That's a whore for but sure. Think she, <laughs> she doesn't do it for money. She doesn't take all their money and leave. 
She just does it and leaves. She's a soul whore. It's not even like, it's not like, hey, you came into town. You slept with me. You took all my money. He's like, you came into town. And you gave me the best night of sex of my life and you left. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, thank you. Like, I got to words. I don't know. Like, they don't rob them. Yeah, and at know. one point, he started catching feelings for her. So she had one of her managers or buddies or somebody pretend to be a jealous husband and shoot a shotgun at her. He wasn't swayed by that one bit. So he finally finds her. It turns out love is not real. It's as dead as his cold soul. <laughs> he gets into a last bare-knuckle boxing fight with, tank a, Murdoch. with a Tank Murdoch, who's the champ around these parts and around most parts. He's a well-known name. Uh, he's It's an easy fight for him. He's murdering Tank up and down. He's barely got punched. Uh, nobody ever blocks any punches, but if they did, he's just, he's fine. Just straight CTE just for everyone in the how movie. How many punches can each person sh- uh, throw? Uh, and at the end, he sees everybody calling uh, uh, Murdoch, is it? Mm-hmm. Murdoch a loser because he's about to lose the fight. And he starts, and then I can tell he sees himself in 10 years, and he goes, no, nah, man. So he lets Murdoch knock him out, and he throws the fight. Did you also know, well, and you failed there's, to mention the bikers, but, but did, did oh, you? Oh, yeah. Did, that's, that's probably the There's a subplot. Plot. Uh, Bikers did, are chasing him the whole time because he gets mad at a diner and kicks over their bikes. Did, did you notice that they only they only throw jabs and uppercuts? There's really not much to for as good of fighters as they are. Like you said, there's no elusive defensiveness at all. There might be a right every cross every from time punch to time. lands on every person it's thrown at. It's worse than Rocky, dude. Every <laughs> punch lands. Every punch. So, like I said, there's some. These guys are all in wheelchairs now, drinking you know, uh, oh, yeah. Kool Aid. Or- While he's searching for this woman. He's also upset a biker gang because he stood up for somebody in a diner and, and he embarrassed them. So the biker gang is chasing him. The whole time he's finding this woman, the biker gang is one step behind them. And finally the biker gang finds him and there's this big like Wild West showdown where he fist fights an entire <laughs> like biker gang. Bikers. <laughs> and with no problem. It's not hard for him. Doesn't even damage his hands. That's before he gets into the last fight. Right. That was like, He was working. He was trying to. Uh, this is his, uh, what do you call it? Pre-workout. He fights the whole biker gang before he gets into his last. Do you think someone should have told Tank Murdoch, like, dude, this this guy, he just beat 25. Oh, wait, let me sell it even more. While the biker gang is chasing him, while he's looking for this woman, two cops are also mad because they're (laughs) crooked cops. And so they're chasing him. They want him, too. So everybody wants to get at uh, Philo. 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 Everybody Everybody wants to get at Philo. And Philo just wants to get at this woman who doesn't want him back. And that's pretty much life in a nutshell. What do you give it? Man, I give this uh, <laughs> one out of four monkey paws. <laughs> it's bad. It's a really bad. I, I'm, I'm very, I just like Young Guns, I guarantee you're going to hear a lot of people like, this is bullshit. Young Guns, I see why people like it because it's like slick and cool. And this is not slick. This is not cool, dude. It's so uh, bad. What's next? But I would say that I didn't, I didn't even like how it constantly had old country music too. I hated that. But I will say that I watched this a month ago, probably, and up till yesterday, I was driving around going, "Every which way we lose." <laughs> I, so I got that song. I'll change it to who wrote one, it? Do you I'll, know? No, yeah, I didn't know if you looked it up on. Spotify. I did, but I forgot. <laughs> I'll change it up to one and a quarter monkey paws because that song uh, does get stuck in my head. <sighs> it's so bad, dude. It's are you guys? Uh, are you guys performing anywhere? No, we're taking a little hiatus, man. Really? Yeah, a little one timer hiatus. Well, we just January and February. Uh, just taking a break with the podcasting and playing music and work. And just, it was a lot. So gotcha. I'm, I'm focusing on family for a couple of months, but the All next right. show that we do have, we might have something. I shouldn't say it cause it's not confirmed. 
Uh, but we're going to play uh, St. Paddy's Day at Wild Rose. That's in March. But that we have a couple things in the works. All right. Well, uh, that is episode 167 of the podcast. We will see you later. Later.